D-heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, only on DizRadio.com. Happy Hallowishes, everyone. <laughs> It's time, D-Heads! Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand! Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo! Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blue's Disney On Demand, and the time has arrived. There's a chill in the air, candy corn is on the table, and pumpkins are starting to get carved. That's right, it is the week of October 1st, 2015, show number 119. As this week, we officially kick off our fourth annual not-so-scary month-long Halloween celebration here at Disney On Demand. That's right, one of our most popular times of the year here at the show. All month long, we're going to be bringing you all kinds of Halloween fun, tricks, goodies, spooks, ghouls, and of course, all those villainous people behind your Disney favorites. And to officially kick off this week's show for show number 119, for the official kickoff of the season, we have none other than a returning guest. Yes, you know her as the queen of the villains, the voice of Maleficent, Cruella DeVille, Lady Tremaine, the Evil Queen, Hag, Mary Poppins, and so much more, including Madame Leota from the Haunted Mansion Holiday. We are welcoming back none other than voice actress Suzanne Blakesley back to the show. That's right, Suzanne, who is Disney villain royalty, is going to be stopping back here at the show as she was a guest in the past to kick off our Halloween celebration, and she wanted to stop back in and bring some mystery, some fun and some darkness to the show here this week. And Suzanne's going to talk about what it's like voicing these iconic characters, the all-new Hocus Pocus stage show, and many other goodies, including the Haunted Mansion holiday, video games, and what does she do during the Halloween season. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. That's right, you have questions, and Aaron has the boogity spooky answers, as he's going to answer all those questions and I want to know. We have the latest with Caitlin, as she's all dressed up in her costume and walking around and giving you the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW and 2. We have Nathan dusting off the cobwebs and shooing away the spiders with This Week in Disney History, and we have Paige, who's going into the souls of the baddies and the Disney villains with this week's Magical Music Review. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire from Star Wars, Disney Springs, the Walt Disney World Resort, Halloween, Monstober, uh, vans, clothing, and so much more hot off the D-Wire here this week. It is definitely fun. It is my favorite time of the year. I am excited to officially kick off our Halloween celebration. But before I do that, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% off your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members. And spend it on what else? All of those souvenirs. So definitely check them out at dvc-rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, as I mentioned, there's a chill in the air. The temperature has dropped. It's starting to get spooky. It's starting to get scary. And since we have the queen of the villains here, nothing can prepare you for all of these dark-hearted villains who are nothing but rotten to the core. 
let's officially kick off show number 119 for the week of October 1st, 2015 and kick off our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration by looking at those villains who are rotten to the core. Be right back, LVD heads, and happy, happy Halloween season. home for worn-out witches, ghosts, goblins, and similar death-of-the-party types, where every night is Halloween! But before we go inside, let me show you around the ground. Watch the gate, Clyde. As you can see, our security patrol keeps an eye on the grounds. And our pet birds keep an eye on the security patrol. Now watch your step. We just poured some new quicksand. Over here are complete recreational facilities for our physical fitness program. 
Coast Jazz Group. Right on, fellas. Our retirement plan is the living in. <laughs> Well, so much for the grounds. Come on, let's go inside. Uh-oh, I forgot my key. But wait, just a minute. Well, don't just stand there. Come on in. This is Mark Silverman, the voice of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Now gather round while I elucidate on what happens outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for the midnight jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin, some don't even bother to wear their skin. I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. When the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they'll break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman, he's the worst. When he goes jogging across the land, holding his snagging in a hand, demons take one look and groan and hit the roads for parts unknown. There's no spook like a spook that's mine. They don't like a man who's really burned. Swears to the longest day he's dead, and he'll show them that he can get ahead. windows and lock the doors unless you're careful he'll get yours don't think he'll hesitate a bit cause he'll flip your top if it'll fit he likes them little he likes them big part in the middle all wig black or white or even red the headless horseman heeds ahead with the hip hip hop and the clippity clop he's out looking for a top to chop but don't stop thinking so after dark, you kids be good Stay at home the way that you should Cause right outside and waiting there Is the headless horseman Beware Oh man, I'm getting out of here Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs! Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. 
Alright LVD heads, so I hope you enjoy the official kickoff for show number 119 for the week of October 1st, 2015 as we have all kinds of fun as we have officially kicked off our fourth annual not so scary Halloween celebration. Yes, it is that time of the year when all month long we're going to have spooky guests, Disney villains, Halloween fun, getting in costumes, trick or treating and all kinds of Halloween magic here at the show. One of our favorite times here at the show and many of your favorite times as well. So we officially kicked it off. It is fun and we are gearing up for our very special guest returning here to the show, Suzanne Blakesley, who you know as the voice of Maleficent, Cruella DeVille, Lady Tremaine, the Evil Queen, Hag, Mary Poppins, Fairly Odd Parents, and even Madame Leota in the Haunted Mansion Holiday. And Suzanne stopping back in and help us kick off our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. We also have tons from the D-Team with Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, and Paige, and so much more. But before I kick off into news hot off the D-Wire, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, connect up with the D-Team, our Lifetime of Disney player, and so much more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can join our Diz Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. And you can connect up with us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and so much more. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand, all of which will connect you to us here at the show. And remember, you can always get the latest shows right there in your mobile device, your tablet, your iPhone, your MP3 player, you name it, just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and get the latest shows right there as soon as they are released. So definitely subscribe there as well. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, let's officially just kick off this show and jump into news hot off the D-wire. And how about Monstober? That's right, it seems fitting. It is the kickoff of our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration here at the show. So how about the essential prep guide for Disney Channel's Monstober? Can you feel it? October is here, there's a chill in the air, and everybody loves Disney Channel, and how they always had Haunttober, Monstober, and so much more. So it is definitely going to be a fun time once again for Monstober. And let's just say that there is going to be great new episodes for many of your shows, including Jesse, Austin and Allie, Girl Meets World, and even a Disney Channel original movie with Invisible Sister. There's going to be a lot of people who are going back and forth, guest starring on each other's shows, and so much more. So are you ready for Monstober? I know my kids are, and you know, I gotta say, I really hope they play a lot of the old Disney Channel original movies like Under Wraps, Halloween Town, uh, Girl vs. Monster, uh, my, my mom's got a date with a vampire, and all of those, because I'm excited for those as well. But Monstober is here. Gear up on Disney Channel. Now, let's get to the most popular news that everybody is familiar with, and maybe if you're not, this is going to be a big announcement, but how about Downtown Disney officially becomes Disney Springs with all-new dining and retail experiences? Yes, this last week, the Walt Disney World Resort officially changed its name from Downtown Disney to Disney Springs, an important milestone in the ongoing transformation of the shopping, dining, and entertainment district at the world's number one family vacation destination. Yes, drawing inspiration from Florida's waterfront towns and natural beauty, 
Disney Springs is going to treat guests to one-of-a-kind Disney experiences that have beautiful open-air promenades, flowing springs, and a waterfront charm. Now, Disney Springs will include four interconnected neighborhoods, the Landing, the Marketplace, West Side, and Town Center. Now, when Disney Springs is fully completed in 2016, the number of shopping, dining, and entertainment venues will increase from the current 75 to over 150 for you to just definitely hang out, have fun, and really get your Disney groove on while you're there. Now, new to Disney Springs is The Landing, home to unique shopping locations and memorable dining experiences, including the recently opened Morimoto Asia and Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Now, coming soon to Disney Springs Town Center, it will be a diverse mix of retailers, including premium, affordable luxury, and fast fashion options, unique restaurants, and much more. Now, some of the things that they are going to have is going to be all-new dining and shopping, at the Disney Springs, like I already mentioned. There's going to be Morimoto Asia. Now, everybody knows him as the Iron Chef, Chef Morimoto. Now, this Japanese chef's first pan-Asian restaurant is going to provide a variety of flavors from across Asia with unique kitchens and so much more. There's also the one everybody is looking forward to and Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Yes, an aviation-themed lounge, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar at the landing at Disney Springs is tucked between Paracito 37 and the Boathouse Restaurant. And this new venue features unique cocktails, small plates, and more. Now, many fans are going to recognize that name from Indiana Jones Films and may recognize Jack Lindsay as Indy's frequent pilot in the films. In the main room, guests will discover an expansive bar, aviation decor filling the room, and vintage travel posters covering the walls between Jock, Indy, and their fellow adventurers on display. Well, if Disney had to do away with the Adventures Club, hopefully Jack Lindsay's is going to be something to... It's not going to replace it, but hopefully it can accommodate all of us who really love that feel. Now, you're also going to have the Boathouse, an incredible culinary experience with an expansive restaurant and nautical-themed rooms, two private dining rooms for special events, and three distinctive bars. There's going to be Paracito 37, and at Paracito 37, there's going to be an expanded its outdoor dining to take advantage of the beautiful waterfront setting. As part of this renovation, the restaurant is also doubling its seating, adding more terrace dining and building an all-new outdoor performance stage. Now there's Apex by Sunglass Hut, a first-of-its-kind sunglass store that is built with the athlete in mind. Now this retail location is going to showcase the industry's best selection of sports performance and lifestyle eyewear from Oakley, Ray-Ban, Under Armour, and so much more. Now I'm not going to go through every single thing that is going to be at Disney Springs, but there are a couple that I think are fun. Now coming from somebody who uh, pretty much doesn't have a beard, but the art of shaving a boutique retail offering that sells high-end shaving supplies related to grooming products for the modern man with beards. Yes, an all-out shaving store. Now, if you've seen a non-Disney movie called A Million Ways to Die in the West, it just makes me think of that. Hilarious. Now, there's also going to be Chapel Hats, Dockside Margaritas, we all know I love my margaritas. And at Dockside Margaritas, you're going to be able to treat guests with thirst-quenching margaritas made from fresh, all-natural products and much more. There's also going to be Irwin Pearl, Aaron McKenna Bakery, New York City, Havana's, Snook, and also Sound Lion, a new retail concept that offers the latest technology in headphones, docking stations, wireless music players, and also other products. Now, before purchasing a product, guests can actually hang out at their listening bar and find which product works best for them. Now, there's also Tea Traders Cafe by Joffrey's and even a family-run gelato shop that they're going to have as well. Now, Disney Springs is going to have a variety of different things. They're making it a destination where in between those days at the parks, you have somewhere to sit down, hang, and just really have some fun. So it definitely is going to be a fun time 
Downtown Disney is officially Disney Springs. Now, one of those that we did talk about is a brand new restaurant, and that's Morimoto Asia opening at Disney Springs, as I already mentioned. But it officially opened this last week. Now, to the pounding rhythms of Japanese drums and a ceremonial breaking of the sake barrel, Morimoto Asia, the first ever collaboration between Patina Restaurant Group and Japanese master Iron Chef Morimoto, opened to a media preview Tuesday at Disney Springs, a reimagined shopping dining district of the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, as part of this, there's many different things that they have on display from Iron Chef Morimoto that include breaking down a 100-pound Hawaiian Big Eye tuna that was used as part of a 60-foot-long Makai roll. Now, Chef Morimoto also received help from several of the event's guests in making sushi rolls, including a very special guest that we all know, Mickey Mouse. Now, in onstage ceremonies this last Tuesday night, Morimoto and Patina Restaurant Group all were joined together with the Walt Disney Resort executives, and they made their presentation talking about Disney Springs and how this is going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant destination. As they have released, I believe that food has the power to bring people together, and these are some of my favorite dishes from all over Asia, said Iron Chef Morimoto. My team and I are so excited to welcome everyone to Morimoto Asia. Now, Morimoto also went on to continue, We are committed to providing exceptional pan-Asian cuisine and unmatched dining experiences to the guests of the Disney Springs. Now, the opening marks the ninth restaurant with our partners at the Walt Disney Company, and we are thrilled here to be part of the new Disney Springs. Now, the eye-filling two-level show place includes lounges, dining spaces, open terraces, a sushi bar, cocktail areas, and even an exhibition kitchen that allows diners direct sight lines to see culinary in action. Now, New York City-based Studio V did the design for Morimoto Asia, featuring three-story glass corners, dazzling stairways, and cascading chandeliers. Definitely gonna be one to find out. If you love sushi, you love Morimoto, you love Iron Chef, you're definitely going to want to check out the all-new Morimoto Asia, open at Disney Springs. Now, since we are talking about food, let's get into a different kind of food. And how about Bird's Eye Vegetables, launching all-new products featuring Disney characters just in time for October's National Family Health Month. How ironic is it that National Family Health Month falls within Halloween when you're eating tons of candy. But Bird's Eye Vegetables, the number one name in frozen vegetables, owned by Pinnacle Foods, announced a first-of-its-kind frozen offering, bringing nutritious, veggie-rich side dishes to kids, featuring Disney characters that they know and love. Now, the Disney offerings by Bird's Eye features pastas in the shape of today's favorite Disney characters, including Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Disney's Frozen. They also have Lightning McQueen and Mater from Disney's Pixar Cars, as well as classic characters like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Now, varieties also include whole grain pasta with corn and butter sauce, pasta and broccoli with cheese sauce, and pasta and peas with Parmesan cheese sauce, and as well as pasta and carrots with a tomato sauce. Now, as they have released, encouraging children to eat vegetables is every day is central to our mission at Bird's Eye, said Mike Barkley, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Meals and Sides at Pinnacle Foods. Through our collaboration with Disney, we are helping parents put quick, nutritious, flavorful meals on the table that their children will love. Now, according to the State of the Plate report, 9 out of 10 people in the United States do not get enough vegetables. Bird's Eye is striving to move that needle forward on vegetable consumption among filling families with flavorful veggie-filled options in every single age group. Now, as they have released, 
This collaboration with Bird's Eye Vegetables furthers our magic of Disney's healthy living commitment, said John T. King, Vice President of Licensing Consumables at Disney Consumer Products. Our only hope is that the help of our favorite Disney characters' families can enjoy nutritious and convenient meals together. Now, there's four varieties that are available now, and for more information on Bird's Eye products, you can visit birdseye.com, find out where it's going to be in the stores for yourself, and get those on the plate. I love vegetables, my kids love vegetables, but this is a great way for people who aren't getting enough to really get entrenched and just get them as part of your daily life. Now, moving aside from downtown Disney and vegetables, let's talk about Abigail Disney being honored by the International Women's Media Foundation. The International Women's Media Foundation will present its annual leadership honor to filmmaker Abigail Disney this coming month. Now, the organization announced Wednesday that Disney will be recognized at the Courage in Journalism Awards in New York on October 21st. Now, Disney has produced dozens of socially conscious documentaries and recently directed her first, The Armor of Light, about a minister preaching against gun violence. Now, the Courage in Journalism Award honors female journalists who demonstrate particular bravery. Now, other honorees at the 2015 ceremony is going to be Murray Television in Zambia, Newsweek contributor, and so much more. Now, there's going to be a variety of people that are going to be part of this, but Abigail Disney is being honored by the International Women's Media Foundation on October 21st. Now, getting away from all of that, let's get into something fun, and how about some video games? Yes, you couldn't leave it out there, but Star Wars. Yes, Rise Against the Empire playset is now officially available in Disney Infinity 3.0. Yes, fans of the original Star Wars trilogy can now celebrate as Rise Against the Empire playset is now available for Disney Infinity 3.0. Now, the playset allows fans to play through the events of Star Wars Episodes 4, 5, and 6, while also letting them explore classic locations like Tatooine, Hoth, Alderaan, and also Endor. Now, the Rise Against the Empire playset comes with two figurines from the beloved trilogy, Luke Skywalker and also Princess Leia. That's right, additional figures from the original trilogy are also available for purchase, like Han Solo, Chewbacca, and also Darth Vader, with Boba Fett coming later in November, according to Game Informer. Now, one reason fans still cherish the original trilogy is the amount of action in all three films, and the playset will do its best to replicate some of the best scenes. Players will participate in massive space battles, escape deadly stormtroopers with speeder bikes, and so much more in true Star Wars fashion. Now, in order to condense nine hours worth of film into gameplay, Disney had help from Lucasfilm's Story Group. They worked on the game's narrative to make sure that whoever the player chooses gets his or her key moments in the film, while also letting players experience other different environments. Now, Chewbacca can also go to Ben Kenobi's hut for no reason, while Luke still has his I'm Your Father moment with Darth Vader. There's also a ton of Easter eggs, and we all love Easter eggs here, but there's a ton of Easter eggs for fans to look out for in Rise Against the Empire. Now, the official Star Wars website pointed out that Jar Jar Binks also got the same treatment Han Solo did in The Empire Strikes Back and was frozen into carbonite, although the time one unfreezes him, probably no one will even know. But the Rise Against the Empire set is now available for purchase at most of your retail spots for $34.99 and additional figures at about $14.99 or so, depending on where you do your shopping. Now, in addition to most of the previous figures from Disney Infinity and Infinity 2.0, they will work with the newest version, Disney Infinity 3.0, so expand, have fun, and have Spider-Man maybe go to a galaxy far, far away. So, all of you D-heads, with that, we have more news hot off the D-wire coming up. A lot of things on the horizon. I am excited for it. It's definitely going to be a fun time here at the show. But I'm going to release the reins to the D-team because you have questions and Aaron 
has those spooky Halloween-rific answers for you, and I want to know. We also have Caitlin, who's donning a costume and taking that trip to give you what just is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW and 2, and so much more as we gear up for our very special guest returning here to the show, the one and only Suzanne Blakesley. That's right, the queen of Disney villains is going to be stopping in here very shortly as well. So before I release the reins to the D-Team, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% of your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members. And spend it on what else? All of those souvenirs. So definitely check them out at DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-Eds, with that said, Halloween is here. Lots of fun on the horizon. More from the D-Team, more from the D-Wire. So let's have some stew, let's eat some food, and maybe have some alligator eyes. Be right back, all of you D-Heads. When I was a little kid, I never liked to eat. Mom would put things on my plate and I'd dump them on her feet. But then one day she made this soup and I ate it all in bed. I asked her what she put in it and this is what she said. Chicken whips and lizard hips and alligator eyes. Monkey legs and buzzer legs and salamander thighs. Rabbit ears and camel ears and tasty toenail pies. the bathroom and I stood beside the sink. I said I'm feeling slightly ill and I think I'd like a drink. Mama said I'm just the thing, we'll get it in a week. It's full of lots of protein and vitamins, I think. It was chicken lips and lizard hips and alligator eyes. Lucky legs and buzzard eggs and salamander thighs. Here's some for you, and you, and you. Bon appétit. Yeah! Yummy. <laughs> Worse, there's lots left. Don't you want dessert? Cooper. Our dealings with dressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Write down that piece. Oh. Good evening. Excuse me, I'm just finishing up a little work. Welcome to the Disney Sunday movie. Now, I admit that tonight's feature, Mr. Boogity, is a little weird. It's a family comedy all about ghosts, evil spirits, and a very haunted house. Now, look at that. The guys in the special effects department here at the studio knew I was introducing Mr. Boogity. And this is their idea of a little joke. Very funny guys. Pyrotechnics, wonderful ability, phone book, hot telephone call. Nobody has a magnifying Okay, fine chair, great. I'm keeping my coffee. <laughs> 
Hey guys, this is not funny. This is not funny. I just hope you figured out a way to get me back by next week. questions we have answers let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in i want to know hey d heads this is aaron and it's time again for another installment of i want to know there's definitely a touch of fall in the air here in arkansas my son and i are going to a cub scout camp out this weekend near the buffalo river national park boy that campfire is going to feel extra good this weekend well, this is a kickoff to our Halloween shows, which are my favorite. I just love Halloween. I put the virtual mailbag away for the season, so now let's reach into the coffin and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Henry Fillmore of Michigan, and he writes, Diz Radio, I know your Halloween shows are coming, so I have a question for you. In Disney's line of costumes, has there ever been one for the Horned King? And what is the first Disney costume ever made? Thank you for the answers. Well, I found a real interesting story about the first Disney costume. Of course, it has to be Mickey and Minnie. On October 19, 1933, the McCall Pattern Company issued the patterns for the child's fancy dress costume that children could actually wear. The costumes were inspired by popular Mickey and Minnie dolls 
that were handmade in Los Angeles by Charlotte Clark, a local seamstress, in 1930. The dolls were fashioned from sketches done by her 14-year-old nephew and were later distributed by Walt and Roy Disney to friends, acquaintances, and studio visitors. They quickly became popular and in 1932, a partnership was formed with the McCall Pattern Company to produce patterns for consumers to sew their own Mickey and Minnie dolls. Well, as far as the Horn King costume, I can't find an official release of a costume. However, I found some awesome pictures on Pinterest of some great costumes. I highly recommend looking at them because some of them are amazing and super creepy. Well, our last question this week is from Rita Davenport, a haunted mansion lover, and she writes, Aaron and I want to know, I've been looking for Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity for ages on DVD or VHS. Any help is appreciated. If you have tackled this topic before, I'm sorry, but I just want to relive my childhood. Also, have you ever had anyone from The Fold as a guest? Well, I love both these Halloween movies. Both movies are available for digital download or rent on Amazon. And on eBay, you can purchase both movies on a two-movie DVD collection. And you have to go all the way back to show 45 with Richard Masseur, who played Carlton Davis. He was great. Make sure and listen to it in the Diz Radio archives. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Put a spell on you. Because you're mine. Stop the things you do.
put a spell on you. singing Christmas carols with Halloween lyrics. Finally, someone gets it. Oh, I get it. I just think it's lame. Well, it's official. Nobody gets Halloween caroling. He got it. He just said it was lame. <laughs> Guys, can I help it if I'm too clever for this neighborhood? Teddy, let's face it. This night's a complete disaster. But not complete. At least nothing bad has happened to you. Yet. Guys, who cares what this guy thinks? Should have done a car wash. Or a bake sale. <laughs> Victor, are you okay? I'm in a hole. <laughs> okay. Just remain calm, and whatever you do, do not think about the walls closing in on you. Or your fear of worms. Get me out of here! I rang the bell a bunch of times, but the guy wouldn't answer. He probably thinks we're gonna sing some more. How's it going up there? Oh, isn't that sweet? He's in a hole, but he's worried about how we're doing. It's a little chilly, but we're okay. <laughs> Hi there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. To celebrate the first week of our annual Not-So-Scary celebration, I'll start off by saying it's not too late to get tickets to the Halloween party at Disney. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party dates run through November 1st. Did you know that this year is the 10th anniversary for the Happy Hallowishes fireworks show? If you've never seen it firsthand, it really is an incredible experience. The fireworks spread out so much further than the regular wishes. While you're at the party, make sure to meet the characters in their Halloween costumes, as well as the characters that come out especially for the party, like Lotso, the Seven Dwarves, and the Queen of Hearts. There are also some really fun magic shots and animated magic shots that you can take with PhotoPass. Pose with the hitchhiking ghosts or with the cauldron and poisoned apple. Just like the pictures where it looks like you're holding Tinkerbell, they're pretty hard to resist. In Disney Springs news, the name change is finally official. So long, Downtown Disney. You've been a good friend, but we're sure happy to welcome the new and improved Disney Springs into Orlando. Great progress has been made in the last week. Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar is now open for business, and on the 29th, Morimoto Asia had its grand opening too. Did you know that you can celebrate Oktoberfest in Hollywood Studios? Men and Bill's Dockside Diner has a brand new seasonal menu, including a smoked sausage and a pretzel roll topped with sauerkraut and mustard, and a delicious looking Black Forest milkshake, along with a selection of seasonal beers. And finally, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique has a brand new Frozen package available just in time for Halloween. And if you have 
the dress already, the boutique has an option available that includes the hairstyle and hairpiece, along with other frozen goodies. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly!
not so sure that this is a good idea. What's so scary about a cemetery? Dead people. What was that? Oh my gosh, there it is! Ah! Nope. Just the cat. I hate you. Skyler was fearless. Love you. Already late. Stop stressing over your presentation. Said the girl who knows no fear. Until one Halloween. What is that? A lifetime of fears. was unleashed. What's happening? That lady's immortal and wants to destroy your parents and possess your soul for all eternity. But, hey. Now, she must face the truth. My parents are monster hunters. They're here. And find her destiny. Monster hunting's in your blood. My heart's racing. My palms are sweating. My stomach feels funny. That's fear. I get that, like, every day. You need some firepower. Holy paintball. Definitely this. And I'll take this too. This wouldn't hurt. The Disney Channel original movie. It'll be perfectly safe. Okay. <laughs> Starring Olivia Holt. Did you lose a couple of parents? Where are we? Introducing Luke Benward. You can do this. You're a monster hunter. You scare the monsters. Not the other way around. This monster. You guys distract the Yamada. I need some time. It's fright. <laughs> Mom, Dad. Versus fight. <laughs> All of our friends are here. Versus evil. These things are real? They sure are. There's too many of them. You can do it. I'm no ordinary monster. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. Let my parents go. Girl versus Monster, the Disney Channel original movie, premieres this Monstober on Disney Channel. <laughs> Listening to Disney On Demand's annual Not So Scary month long celebration. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> All right, LVD Head, so I am back. I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the D team with Aaron and Caitlin stopping in and adding that Halloween fun for our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween month-long celebration we officially kicked off. Remember, you can connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. Connect up with the D-Team, drop them a line. Definitely, if you have some questions, email Aaron those questions directly. I know many of you like to shoot me the emails. Shoot them to Aaron. Trust me, he wants to answer your questions directly, maybe even respond directly in an email back to you. So definitely connect up with them at DizRadio.com. Um, so all of you D-heads, I am back. We're having fun. We're gearing up for our month-long, not-so-scary Halloween celebration. So I'm going to jump into news hot off the D-wire, not to slow things down here. And let's jump right back into it. And how about Enchanted is still having a sequel? That's right, Enchanted sequels are still in the works, this time under an all-new title. Disney has been trying to get an Enchanted sequel off the ground for many years now. After eight years after the original film opened, they don't know what to do for it. But a new report assures us that not only is it going to pick up, it's going to get a new working title. Everyone has found out what the Enchanted sequel title is going to be. And according to Collider, the Enchanted sequel is going to be called Disenchanted. Now, it's still just a working title, so it could change between now and whenever the film hits theaters. But here's hoping that it doesn't, because that's a great name for everybody to enjoy. And let's hope that Enchanted is now going to hit the screens again. That was a fantastic story. It was definitely fun. It was interactive. I really liked it. 
Now, Disney had hopes of turning Enchanted into a franchise before the movie even opened, but the actual progress of the sequels has been slow moving. Now, the latest update we got last year when Shrek 2 and the Smurfs writers J. David Stem and David N. Weiss got signed to write the screenplay. Now, there's also Jesse Nelson, who wrote Stepmom, wrote an earlier draft, and Anne Fletcher, who wrote The Proposal, is still attached to direct the film as well. And she's been attached for the last five years. Now, the original film was fantastic. It grossed a ton of money. Everybody loved it. And it was a great turn of, you know, updating classic Disney characters and the fairy tale of what we expect in a fairy tale and a prince and a princess. Now, when it opened in fall of 2007, it earned almost 340 million dollars it had great nominations for oscars with original songs by alan Menken, and so much more so let's hope that the enchanted sequel disenchanted is officially gonna move forward and hit the theaters very soon now for all of you that love the disney channel and we already talked about monstober how about disney xd announcing season two for kirby buckets yes kirby buckets is here to stay everybody was wondering if it was officially going to be here to stay but disney xd just announced that the hilarious live action animated hybrid series will debut its second season upcoming October 7th. Yes, season two is going to follow the hilarious antics of the young, expiring animator Kirby as he launches his own online video channel, meets his future self, and even falls into an alternate universe where he's lost all creative ability. Now, in the second season's premiere, entitled Failure to Launch, Kirby launches Kerblamo, his personal web channel, which he shares his original drawings. But what happens when Dawn hijacks his channel? You'll have to find out on October 7th. Now, Kirby Buckets continues to be a fantastic hybrid on Disney XD of animation, live action, and creativity and fun. So now, if you were wondering if Season 2 is ever going to happen, it's officially kicking off on October 7th. Now, moving along here, and let's talk about Vans, Young at Heart collaboration for the holiday 2015. Yes, the Vans times Disney Young at Heart collaboration did so well earlier this year that both parties are getting together once again for another go at it. Now you can take a look at some of them that they're going to be releasing for the holiday season. And this time for the collaboration between Vans and Disney, they're going to focus on Disney characters from Disney's most acclaimed animated movies, such as The Jungle Book and 101 Dalmatians. Now, the footwear will consist of Vans models such as Slip-On, Authentic, and Skate High, all draped with graphic patterns that featured beloved animated characters on a canvas upper shoe. Now, there's also going to be a stripe that goes right through the midsole, and the Vans Times Disney Young at Heart pack is scheduled to release on October 9th, with all new ones coming in time for the holiday season. Now, I know many of you out there, many of our listeners, many of our D-heads, really love the Vans collaboration. You got the ones with Mickey Mouse, they had some Haunted Mansion ones, Minnie Mouse, many characters, and they pro- they've proven to be, you know, fantastic. So, now, upcoming October 9th, you're going to see more of those coming as well. Now, pushing along here, let's get into the movies and Blu-rays. How about Aladdin hitting Digital HD and Disney Movies Anywhere as a Blu-ray combo pack on October 13th? Now, the Disney animated masterpiece Aladdin is heading to Digital, also Disney Movies Anywhere, and also Blu-ray combo pack on October 13th. Now, the timeless adventure for the whole family that will make your heart raise, spirits soar as we all ride a carpet is now officially getting the Blu-ray release it needs. You're not going to want to miss out as this all-new film is truly remastered in all its glory, especially with the loss of Robin Williams last year. Now, there's going to be some great tributes, including the enchanting talent of Robin Williams, the genius behind the genie. There's also going to be many features that they have 
throughout the film. Now, we all are familiar with Aladdin, so I don't need to rehash what Aladdin is, but some of the bonus features is going to be Genie 101 with their host Scott, the voice of Aladdin, as he takes you through various transformations of the famous celebrity references for the Genie. Now, there's also going to be Ron and John. You ain't had enough friend like me where you're gonna have directors john musker and ron clemens sitting down and discussing their experiences of their long-running partnership together at disney there's also going to be aladdin creating broadway magic where they're going to talk about aladdin hitting broadway unboxing aladdin with your host joey bragg from disney channel's live and maddie as you explore the easter eggs and hidden secrets of aladdin in an unboxing video there's also going to be a classic bonuses from the original dvd release including a disney movies anywhere exclusive with the deleted song my finest hour where jafar takes stage in a never before seen deleted song and it includes an intro from ron and john together now this is a disney movies anywhere exclusive now on the dvd they're also going to have some great things like many deleted songs like proud of your boy you can count on me humiliate the boy why me aladdin and jasmine's first meeting and aladdin in the lap of luxury so definitely pick this one up it's great to have finally getting that blu-ray release aladdin hitting the blu-ray combo pack on october 13th now, getting back to Downtown Disney here, let's talk about the House of Blues. That's right, in the House of Blues, axing its popular service industry night. Just two months after something horrible happened that filled the news at this event, the Disney Springs-based House of Blues appears to be ending their weekly DJ-fueled music night. Now, the House of Blues has been one of the last remaining places at Walt Disney World for DJ-based entertainment. Now, House of Blues has now officially shifted to a full live entertainment venue. The weekly DJ events did not place in the restaurant space that many people are familiar with and connected with many people who have the House of Blues. Now, while the Wednesday night event was popular, House of Blues was best known for their Sunday night service industry night. Now, the House of Blues service industry night was a popular spot for cast members college program participants, as well as other locals that were involved in the industry. Now, House of Blues went as far to claim that the original service industry night, while new venues began marketing more and more to the industry personnel, the House of Blues remained by far one of the most popular choices, and its closure is coming as a surprise to many. Now, the closure of the weekly House of Blues event, I believe cast members of Walt Disney World and many on the area have other options that they're going to have to find out with all their DJ opportunities, like Rick's Lounge, Atlantic Dance Hall, as well as Palma Services. Now, there was some initial confusion surrounding the ending of the House of Blues DJ events, with some reporting that DJs and personnel were stating that DJ night would be shifted to once a month. No, it is going to be ending officially. And finally, all of you D-heads, how about Pirates of the Caribbean reopening at Walt Disney World with an all-new refreshed look? Now, you've seen this one all over online and everywhere else, and the popular Pirates of the Caribbean attraction at Magic Kingdom has now officially reopened with all-new smoother animatronics, some redressing of figures like Barbosa is now in his On Stranger Tides garb, as well as many other things, including all-new painting of the characters to really make them pop in that darker light. Now, one of the things that really did change is the drop. They made the boat drop to be a little more smooth, a little less splashy, but come on, if we can get enough bigger people in that front row, we can still make it splash. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, I'm going to end news. There's other news on the horizon, like Disney Vacation Club announcing new developments, Stan releasing his big secret on Dog with a Blog, and so much more, but... I'm going to release the reins to the D-Team because Nathan is going to dust off those cobwebs and give you this week in Disney history. We have Paige with the Magical Music Review, and we're going to continue on with all of our Halloween fun in the not-so-scary Halloween month-long celebration here at the show as we have Suzanne Blakesley stopping in very shortly. So, all of you D-Eds, with that said, I'm going to eat a handful of candy corn and peanuts, 
Now you wonder why candy corn and peanuts? Try it. It tastes just like handfuls of Snickers. It's fantastic. But I'm going to eat some handfuls of, you know, candy corn, peanuts, and so much more. And we're going to continue on with our fourth annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration. So I'm going to release the reins to the D-Team and uh, enjoy the spooky fun. It is my favorite time of year. feels great to be back in October, the chilly weather, and our celebration. Take it away, team. to mix of boobies that'll make you shake with fear in the creepiest month of the year. I'm talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? You! What's the problem, little dude? He thinks his mom is a monster. Cool. So his mom. Don't you ever worry that you're just not cut out to be a witch? Who's your friend? We found him in a graveyard. This was the yellow brick road. What would you say if I told you I was a witch? I'm not coming back ever. Come, I'll show you the world. Nice effect. It's the craziest month you've ever seen, because weird stuff happens this Halloween. All month long on the Disney Channel. Hey, this is Tobias Jelenic from Hocus Pocus, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hi again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I'm Nathan, ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. Well, here we are. October is here, fall, and for many of you sports fans out there, some of the best parts of the season are starting up or about to start again. 
My daughter's having her ninth birthday October 1st and loves that date so much because there's so much Disney history attached to it. Family get-togethers are right around the corner, but first, we have to make it past the scariest part of the year. School. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Well, for some, that's gonna be true. But I'm talking about Halloween. So let's do this, D-heads. Grab your candy pail, your wits, don't lose your head, and don't forget your death certificate. Sit down with your family, your significant other, boyfriend, or your ghoul friend, and soak it all in. So as always, branching off that, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with a throwback to this week in Diz Radio history with show number 87 from October 2014 featuring Kimberly J. Brown, who's none other than Marnie Piper herself from the Halloween Town series. Get into the spooky Halloween spirit with us and start your October outright by first finishing this episode with Suzanne Blakesley, and then dive into a trip in the past with us for a revisit with Kimberly. Now, starting out this week in Disney history, we begin in 1935 with legendary Broadway and film star and honorary ambassador of the Disneyland 50th anniversary celebration, Julie Andrews is born supercalifragilisticexpialidociously in England. Moving on to 1962, actor and singer Roger Bart, the voice of young Hercules in Disney's 97 animated feature, is born in Norwalk, Connecticut. You may also recognize him as the singing voice of Scamp and Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. In 1964, comedian, actress, and writer Gian Garfalo, the voices of Colette in Disney Pixar's Ratatouille and Bridget in The Wild, is born in Newton, New Jersey. Moving on to 1971, almost 10,000 visitors converge near Orlando, Florida to witness the grand opening of one of our favorite places on Earth, Walt Disney World, which includes the Magic Kingdom at the time, which is Disney's second theme park, as well as two resorts. In 1973, singer-actor Brad Kane, who's the singing voice of Disney's Aladdin, is born in New Rochelle, New York. Also, don't forget, D-heads, to pre-order and pick up your copy of Aladdin on Blu-ray, releasing October 13th. In 1980, actor Zachary Levi, the voice of Flynn Rider in Disney's 2010 animated feature, Tangled, is born in Lake Charles, Louisiana. TV fans will know him for a few things, but his biggest roles include Kip Stedman, and Less Than Perfect, and Chuck Bartowski, and Chuck. In 1982, another big milestone, Epcot Center at Walt Disney World has its grand opening with more than 100 television crews from all over the world covering the event. In 1987, actress and recording artist Hilary Ann Duff, Miss Lizzie McGuire herself, is born in Houston, Texas. You know her from tons and tons of Disney affiliations, such as Cadet Kelly, as well as the extra popular recording, the Tiki Room. In 1989, Bambi became the ninth Walt Disney classic to be released on video. In 1996, Walt Disney World's Grand Prix Raceway changed its name officially to Tomorrowland Speedway. The Grand Prix Raceway was one of Walt's original Walt Disney World attractions when it opened, dating back to the opening of the Magic Kingdom theme park on October 1st, 1971. Riders would ride along the 4 tenth mile track with banks and turns, and while hearing calls of the world-famous announcer Tom Carnegie from the sound speakers positioned around the track. In 1999 at Epcot, the Mickey Mouse arm holding a wand is dedicated with 2000 over Spaceship Earth, which is officially marking the start of the Millennium Celebration. In 2003, Mickey's Fill Our Magic, a new computer animated 3D, actually 4D, attraction of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom opens to guests, and still going strong today. 
In 2007, high school musical The Ice Tour has its world premiere at Madison Square Garden in New York City. And we're going to end this week in Disney History D-Heads with 2008, when the live Pocahontas and her Forest Friends show at Disney's Animal Kingdom closes after running for 10 full years. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney History. Hope you enjoyed, as always, and learned something new that maybe you didn't know. Feel free, as always, to email me at nathan at dizradio.com. As always, guys, have a great week. Welcome to fall. And I uh, hope you're going to enjoy all the Halloween plans that we have planned for you guys this this month. It's it's going to be a wild ride for sure. And you're going to be blown away by the guests. So, as always, again, have a great week and see you real soon. Welcome to the Villain Dance Mix and Mingle. It's sure to be a frightfully fun evening. Not having fun would be a grave error indeed. <laughs> well now, look at all these pleasant party goers and in such festive attire. How incredibly clever. <laughs> Now, listen well. The time has come. The moment's here. The black of night draws ever near. Music, lights, a bit of fire. To shake the night is our desire. The howl of a wolf on this moonlit night calls to us with eerie delight. For your fears this hour, mix and mingle in with my great power. We now begin!
It's time for me to summon here some of your darkest foes. They're frightful, yet delightful, sure to liven up this show. <laughs> so, ghastly villains, enter now and bring to all a fight. It's time to bring this castle down and revel through the night! <laughs> All year long you get to have your fun, but October's here and now your fun is done. It's our turn to celebrate our way. We're gonna give it all we got on our holiday. This dance only comes around once in a year for all our green ghoulish friends to appear. We're going to trick, not treat. Go from door to door. You're sure to see something never seen before. You better beware, you never know when a ghost will appear Out of the mist and the atmosphere Goblins and ghouls, skeletons and bats, monsters, fools Don't forget the black cats You may think you have a very scary look But it doesn't measure up to the captain with the hook <laughs> Camera, action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest! All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, with Halloween in the wings and all things dark and scary... 
Let's not forget those beloved villains, people with magic, and so much more. And with us here this week is somebody that you may remember from a few years back when we had her on our show, but you know her from many different things, from the Fairly Odd Parents, as well as Maleficent in many different Disney media outlets, as well as Cruella DeVille, Lady Tremaine, and even Mary Poppins. We have none other than the voice actress here, Suzanne Blakesley. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It is our pleasure having you on. Like I said, Halloween in the wing and somebody with your resume, um, you know, continues to impress so many different things on the, you know, that you've accomplished that are part of everybody's everyday life. Now, you know, in the past, we've gone through and asked this question, but for any of our new listeners out there, I guess I will ask the question once more just to kick it off in the right way. What got you into voice acting? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I was doing uh, musicals. I I did a musical for many years um, off-Broadway called Forbidden Broadway, where uh, you do a lot of uh, imitations of uh, uh, important uh, stage people. And um, I was uh, moved to Los Angeles, and uh, the first thing I did was um, the cartoon Casper needed a uh, Mary Poppins sound-alike. And uh, so that was my very first job. And about that time also, a little after that, um, Disney Character Voices was looking for a Cruella de Vil. And uh, I was able to do that. Um, that was one of the scariest things I've ever done. It was like, um, how can I trash my voice and still be able to speak? <laughs> because she had such low tones. Um so I, that's that's how I started. Well, you know, and like you said, you know, it was just something simply, here you go, you're doing Cruella, trying to sing, and of course that leads into, you know, Disney character voices, which you do so many of them, and, uh, you know, taking over many of these roles, I guess, what is it like jumping into the studio and, you know, being Cruella DeVille, or of course, many people's favorite, Maleficent? Oh, God, I love it. Because, I mean, as a child growing up, my favorite Disney characters were the villains. <laughs> and to be able to do something so deliciously evil is just such a pleasure. And the people at Character Voices are so wonderful and accepting. And it's just uh, one of the highlights of my life really well you know i guess in doing this and being the villains and uh you know being part of so many you know and being cruella Deville and many of the you know the sequels as well as lady tremaine uh how different is it doing you know villain to villain to villain because you are kind of the queen of villains now oh thank you thank you somebody called me the uh, queen of the hags so that uh, the villains is a sort of <laughs> step up from that um uh it's it's uh it's just it, what it, what's interesting is to try to keep them separate and i really just go back to uh my source tapes and listen to them over and over and over again kind of how i uh learned years ago uh in acting school to uh, learn a dialect it's it's um listening to a specific thing each time you listen to their voice and uh i mean these these actresses were so wonderful oh my god i would love to meet one of them <laughs> but uh 
it's really just uh listening to nuances and 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 realizing that these are such iconic uh characters that uh I really want to do them justice. Now, I guess, you know, in doing that, like you said, they're iconic and you're carrying on that tradition and bringing them to life. Um, I guess in jumping in there and doing this, um, are there ever any little nuances that, uh, you know, each one carries that took you a while to figure out and get just right? Oh, nuances in all of them. Um, uh, Like I sort of mentioned before, Cruella is kind of the hardest because she has such texture to her voice and such a, a deep voice. Um, but yes, every every single one of them has a unique uh, uh, twist to them that you try to grab on to that um, important part of their voice. Then you go through the uh, steps of uh, getting the smaller parts in. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a challenge and it's it's so it's a wonderful challenge because as a voice actor um you're you're constantly trying to hone in on what you what you do and uh especially when you're imitating someone that's that's uh the hardest job of a voice actor I really think well you know and with that too like you said that is the hardest job bringing that to life making it just right getting all the nuances but with that there's a lot of things where you're bringing him to life in all new medium and of course you know you know phantasmic and uh, Halloween screams and hollow wishes and being these characters in these events um, you know what's it like knowing that you're here during the you know Mickey not so scary Halloween party and whatnot and celebrating the seasons with this uh, you know villain a stage show dedicated to those villains. Oh, I love it. I love it. And uh, I was uh, several years ago in uh, uh, at uh, Disney World in Florida, and my dad was there. And he, <laughs> we saw one of the big fireworks shows, and he goes, that's my daughter at 10,000 decibels. <laughs> <So proud. laughs> and on the other hand, they, uh, there was a parade where... Um, uh, we we met all the actors that were in the parade, and I was happy to be portrayed by a guy <laughs> as the hag in Snow White. <laughs> well, you know, and with that, though, these are like staples with the parks. And, of course, uh, um, with the new show, um, the uh, Hocus Pocus show, uh, what's your take on that? And do you have such a love for the film Hocus Pocus as well with the new stage show? Oh yeah, I actually went back and and uh saw it again because uh I hadn't seen it in a long time. Um uh, and it's it's really just uh a thrill to and for them to uh put the characters in different uh, situations. It's it's really there's some uh really clever people out there. <laughs> well, you know, in jumping from all these characters and so many different things and knowing that everybody is listening to your voice. Now, if you had to go through all the Disney villains, um, you know, whether that's ones you voice or any other ones, are there any villains that um, to this day are still your absolute 100% favorite? Um, well, yeah. Um, well, Cruella de Vil, um, just from when I was a child, um, was my favorite, but um, Dag Namit, Corey Burton um, with Captain Hook. <laughs> I think he's a marvelous villain. Um, I, 
Oh, God. I think those are the two. Well, you know, and with that, too, aside from the villains, you also do, like you said, you know, something perkier with Mary Poppins and, of course, you know, uh, Fairly Odd Parents and many other roles, including many video games. Now, how different is it tackling a video game as opposed to many of the animated and stage shows you've done? Um, I think uh, doing video games is probably the hardest thing to do. You you have pages and pages and pages of... Uh, dialogue and a lot of uh, loud uh, screaming. I mean, I've been set on fire. I've been attacked by bees. <laughs> I've been thrown from a 10-story from a, a uh, building. Um, those are, the, I think those are the, the more, most difficult jobs for a, a voice actor. Well, you know, and with that, you know, like you said, it's, it's so different and so, uh, you know, the way to tackle it. Now, have you ever played any of these games or seen anybody play them where you see how it's implemented? Um, I've, I'm not good at video games, and I admit I, I did get through the 101 Dalmatians game just because it was geared to like five to seven year olds. But other than that, <laughs> I've seen little snippets um, of uh, the uh, technical version, but no, I, I'm uh, not very good at that. I grew up in the days of pinball machines, so uh, <laughs> at, at, um, I may be dating myself, but... Uh, I'm not really good at video games, so. Well, you know, aside from uh, video games and voices and being these villains, um, also one of those that you've helped bring to life that is just as iconic is Madame Leota in Haunted Mansion Holiday. Um, what was it like tackling that role where everybody loves Nightmare Before Christmas and now this makeover with the Haunted Mansion? Um, what is it like knowing that, you know, you had to carry on this, you know, floating orb with a head in there for the holidays? Oh, I love it. It's a it's a fantastic um update for the holidays. Um and uh she's one of the voices that I love the most to do. I really um I was so entranced when I actually went through the uh the ride and my friends were like, "Wow, we have to go again." <laughs> we didn't hear everything. <laughs> Now, with that, too, you know, and going through all these different roles and whatnot, um, you know, do you ever go through the parks and it just kind of dawns you that there's thousands and thousands of people listening to your voice, you know, continuously? And do you ever just step back and it's like, wow, how, you know, how amazing is this? I, yeah. I mean, again, these these roles were so iconic and, and uh I grew up with all these villains, and uh, to be tasked with uh, carrying on their uh, legacy is just an amazing thing, and I'm very thankful every day. Now, I guess, you know, moving along from all that and other roles you've done and whatnot, are there ever any times you're in the sound booth or anywhere else where, um, you know, you you just can't get the line right or it's not coming out right or any of those fond memories of just laughing behind the scenes on the set that's going to stick with you forever? Oh, yes. I mean, bobbling lines. Uh, there are times when it's uh, when I go into Fairly Odd Parents and they're like, oh, Suzanne, so you've been drinking a little early today. So, oh, those are my favorite parts except that when you're say in a video game and you have 
you know, 2,000 lines, and um, they usually make up, a, you know, some sort of language or places, and you just, the, the words will just not come out. That can be um, really, really frustrating. (laughs) And you just go, did anybody say these out loud before? (laughs) Um, Also, you know, uh, this was a great question and uh, a great answer that we just spoke with somebody else about. But do you ever get to that point where you're walking through lines, either an attraction or you're walking through a store, and you see people wearing shirts or clothing or anything for somebody that you voice, and you're just kind of like, Wow, this character is really impacting many, many people. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, it's pretty great. I usually try to steal the sweatshirt off of them or whatever, but um, uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's again, it's just uh, kind of a trippy thing when you think, oh my god, <laughs> they're wearing me. <laughs> Now, I guess, you know, you know, pushing along here, we don't want to keep you too long. We know you're busy and so many different things on the horizon, but with Halloween in the wings and you being part of so many villains, um, is there any part of Halloween that you truly enjoy or is it just so happen that, you know, Halloween falls and villains ensue? Um, oh, I love, I love Halloween. Um, I love seeing other people dress up. Uh, me, not so much. I did a lot of shows where I had to make, you know, 20 changes a night. So, um, but I think it's, I think it's a wonderful thing because, uh, it's, it's the one night that people can do the craziest stuff and not be, uh, looked down upon. <laughs> Especially in Hollywood, you know, you never know what you're going to see in Hollywood, but, uh, on, uh, on, uh, Halloween, they really ramp it up. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And my darker side can come out again. <laughs> well, and with that dark side, um, you know, everybody has always loved Maleficent and whatnot. But uh, ha- does it ever strike you as, uh, I guess, not not crazy, but, you know, it's amazing the resurgence she had and being the, uh, the queen of all things evil. Um, how did that catch you off guard, realizing that now she has this huge cult fan following? I know, I love it, because she's one of the most delicious villains ever written for uh, Disney films or for any film. Um, it's it's just a wonderful thing. She's uh, She really doesn't have a nice side. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess with that in closing, so many different things you've been part of, like I said, from Cruella DeVille, Mary Poppins, Maleficent, you name it, the list goes on and on. Is there anything you'd like to leave out there for all of your fans who are now growing up with these expanded universes of these characters that continue to grow and grow and you get to be a part of? Do you have any final words that you'd like to leave out there for all your fans of Suzanne? Oh, gosh. I love you all. Um, uh, keep watching all the, the evil people. Evil people <laughs> rock. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to all the uh, people who, who keep this alive, you know, the, those uh, people who love their Disneyana so much. I think it's a wonderful thing. They're the ones that kind of uh, carry on um, and keep uh, the the villains alive. So I love y'all. 
<laughs> well, it was our pleasure having you stop in, take this time, coming back with us on the show again. And, you know, like I said, with Halloween, all things evil, all the fun, uh, fireworks shows, and so much more. I know you're going to be playing a part in many people's memories, especially during this holiday season and for future generations to come. So thank you, Suzanne, once again for stopping in. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> Frankenstein in a torn up Armani looking mighty fine. I mean, the brother was smoking literally, sewn up with a needle and thread, put together with parts from the dead. Except they put his nuts on the side of his head. What in the world were they thinking? Dracula is afraid of life. He only comes out of his coffin at night, slips out to have him a bite out of somebody's neck. That is, he's a vampire, vampire bat, sucking on blood, it's low in fat. Except I don't know if he should really be doing that. I mean, I hope he practices safe socks. Most rap, everybody snap, everybody groove, everybody clap. Most rap, everybody snap, everybody move, everybody clap. Wolfman howling at the moon, hairy guys just make me swoon. Sprays his hair with Vidal Sassoon. What? You mean that's a weed? Can't see the invisible man Can't see his invisible tan Can't see his invisible hand Ow! Who goosed me? Monster rap Everybody snap Everybody groove Everybody clap Monster rap Everybody snap Everybody move Everybody clap
Trooper. Their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. On you. <laughs> Donald may be trying to scare everybody, but here's a story where he gets spooked himself. The following presentation will demonstrate how to haunt the living. But before we begin, one must be. <laughs> Not living. The fine specimen observed here is commonly known as a ghost. Ghost? Where? Why, you, my friend. Me? Yes, you have just joined the ranks of the supernatural. Oh, that explains what all that racket was out there. <laughs> hey, I'm not ready to be dearly deported. Don't you worry. It's only temporary. Just long enough for you to demonstrate how to haunt a house. Step one, choose a house to haunt. Finding the right house is all about location, location, location. And what better place to look than the classified ads. Ooh, let's see here. Creaking hardwood floors. Fog and shrouded breakfast nook and formal dying room. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, haunt and I will go. Haunt and I will go. I hold the Mario. Hey there, D heads. Paige here with an all new magical music review, helping to kick off our fourth annual not so scary Halloween celebration. This week, Jonathan has Suzanne Blakesley back in the studio. As most of you know, Miss Blakesley is Disney villainous royalty. She's taken on the roles of Cruella DeVille, Maleficent, the Evil Queen, and Lady Tremaine. Over the years, the Disney villains have given us many memorable songs, and this week we will be taking a look at three of them. Now, off we go into my Disney music library to pull out some villain classics. We open today with one of the more recent villain songs. Coming from the animated film from 2010, Tangled, we have Mother Gothel and Mother Knows Best. Written by Alan Macon and Glenn Slater, Donna Murphy performed this musical theater moment. This type of song was specifically asked for by the directors. In an interview, Alan mentioned seeing similarities between Mother Gothel and Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, a bit of foreshadowing for later, in that sense that both strive to keep their adopted children in their towers, but in contrast, Gothel is much more manipulative, which you can tell from the lyrics. Donna Murphy brought to the role the dramatic flair needed. Auditioning for the film on a whim, she had previously worked with Mr. Macon on Little Shop of Horrors. She was invited to share her thoughts on the song and envisioned Gothel as someone who envisions herself periodically being hit by the spotlight, and I think she conveyed this perfectly. Take a listen and enjoy to probably one of the more upbeat villain songs in the Disney Music Library. You want to go outside? Uh, why, Rapunzel? Look at you, as fragile as a flower. Still a little sapling, just a sprout. You know why we stay up in this tower? I know that's right, to keep you safe and sound, dear. Guess I always knew this day was coming. Knew that soon you'd want to leave the nest. Soon, but not yet. But shh, trust me, pet. Mother knows best. 
mother knows best. Listen to your mother. It's a scary world out there. Mother knows best. One way or another, something will go wrong. I swear. Ruffians, thugs, poison ivy, quicksand, cannibals and snakes. <gasps> the plague. No. Yes. Also large bugs, men with pointy teeth, and stop no more. You'll just upset me. Mother's right here. Mother will protect you, darling. Here's what I suggest: skip the drama, stay with Mama. Mother knows best. <laughs> Mother knows best. Take it from your mumsy. On your own, you won't survive. Sloppy, underdressed, immature, clumsy, please. They'll eat you up alive. Gullible, naive, positively grumpy, ditzy, and a bit well vague. Plus, I believe getting kind of chubby. I'm just saying, 'cause I want you. Mother understands. Mother's here to help you. All I have is one request. Rapunzel. Yes. Don't ever ask to leave this tower again. Yes, mother. I love you very much, dear. I love you more. I love you most.、Mm. Don't forget it. You regret it. Mother knows best. We now journey to the Outlands. Welcome to 1994 and the beloved classic, The Lion King. Singer-songwriter Elton John and composer Tim Rice took charge of the songs for the film, including Scar's song "Be Prepared." Beginning with the mysterious mood, Scar has a soliloquy that was ultimately cut from the film, but has remained on the soundtrack releases. The song lyrics come from Scar's lust to be king and his convincing the hyenas to join him in his plan and his vision for the future of the Pride Lands. With the African sound and the instrumentation and choir blended in with it, the main vocals are provided by Jeremy Irons, Whoopi Goldberg, Cheech Marin, and Jim Cummings. A fun fact: Mr. Cummings actually sang for Scar for the last third of the song. Unfortunately, Mr. Irons' voice gave out during recording sessions for the song, and Jim came in to finish it off. Now you may ask, where exactly does Mr. Cummings take over? I've been listening to this song since I was little, and I've narrowed it down. From the moment Scar says "So prepare for the coup of the century" to the end of the song, you're listening to Mr. Cummings. It's a slight change in style and overall voice, but not significant enough to be noticed unless you know about and you're paying attention. Want to hear the difference for yourself? Take a listen and be prepared. I never thought hyenas essential. They're crude and unspeakably plain. Maybe they've a glimmer of potential. If allied to my vision and brain. Your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. 
but thick as you are. Pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expression. The lights are not all on that stand. But we are talking kings and successions. Even you can't be caught unawares. So prepare for the chance of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensational news. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously swear. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. <laughs> we'll be prepared. For what? For the death of the king. Why, is he sick? No, fool, we're gonna kill him. Simba, too. Great idea! Who needs a king? No, no king, no king, no king. Idiots! There will be a king! Hey, but you said, uh... I will be king! Stick with me, and you'll never go hungry again! Final number today comes from the 1996 animated classic The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Judge Claude Frollo is one of the most villainous characters in my opinion in the Disney Kingdom, but one of the most overlooked characters just like the film itself. Once again with Alan Menken at the helm for the score and joining Stephen Schwartz for the songs, Hunchback has a rich soundtrack with a great choir present in almost every song and accompanying the score throughout. Frollo was given a song in the film that has a lead-in from Quasimodo. Quasi's song is much lighter and entitled Heaven's Light, which you can hear now. Leading into the finale of the dual song track is the Confiteor, a Latin prayer of confession used by the Roman Catholic Church. Frollo has a grand and darker tone in Hellfire. With lyrics full of his lust for Esmeralda, his conscience, and his true hatred for gypsies, this scene is one of the reasons the film was rated PG. Frollo's portion of the song is dominant in D minor. It has moments reminiscent of the beginning song, The Fells of Notre Dame, and the instrumentation, which is a full orchestra sound with the choir. Later, Frollo scenes Paris Burning and He Shall Smite the Wicked also share the same style in the instrumentation. With the rich music and Tony J providing the voice of Frollo, it is a wicked song, and here I leave you. 
I hope you all have a fantastic week, D-Heads, and have enjoyed our kickoff to our month-long Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, as always, feel free to connect with me on the D-Wired Discussion Facebook page or at page at disradio.com. Have a great week, D-Heads. See ya!
and Disney Channel wants you to prepare for 24 hours of back-to-back -back scare. First, watch Playhouse Disney for some Halloween whimsy. There's Pooh and Bear and the Wiggles, too. This is silly. Then Jojo and Stanley and Oli. Boo! Then Disney Channel brings you Minnie and Mickey. Wow, the Reese's Gang gets a bit tricky. There's Lilo and Stitch and Kim and a Sitch. We're talking Halloween. So don't lose your head. Let's do this. Watch the Prouds instead. <laughs> then see Ray as a bunny. And Lewis acting funny. And Raven shows how to look like a cow. Then get horrified. I'm a little freaked out. When Lizzie gets zombified. So spend Halloween with Disney Channel this year and see 24 hours of back-to-back -back fear. Watch it Friday, Scare Day. Happy Halloween. And now back to Disney Channel's Ha Ha Haunted Halloween. Be sure to grab your death certificate. Watch out for hitchhiking ghosts. Stand clear of elevator shafts. And look over your shoulder for those Disney villains. Because this is the annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration on Disney On Demand. All right, LVD heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show, the kickoff for our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. Fantastic romp, my favorite time of the year, getting ready for the tricks, the ghouls, the goblins, and so much more, and we have a lot of things planned for all month long as we're going to be bringing you all kinds of Halloween fun. So definitely get ready for that, all of you D-heads. But before I give you more about that, I do want to extend a very special thank you once again to the talented Suzanne Blakesley for stopping in once again here at the show and officially kicking off the season. Thank you, Suzanne, for stopping in, and you are playing such a role in so many people's lives by portraying all these fantastic villains in Disney history. It was our pleasure to have you stop in, and I am looking forward to more from Maleficent, Lady Tremaine, Cruella DeVille, and so much more. So thank you, Suzanne, for stopping in once again. I'd also like to thank the D-team of Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, and Paige, all for stopping in with their signature segments. Without you, there would be no show. Everyone would just have to listen to me ramble in week in, week out. And thank you guys for stopping in and making the show what it is. Without a good team behind you, there would be no show. So thank you, D-team. And most of all, thank you, the D-heads. You are the reason we continue to bring this show to you for the last five years. You are the reason we continue to bring all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you for tuning in and making it what it is. And we are excited to bring you all the Halloween fun all month long as well. So thank you, the D-heads. So with that said, all of you D-heads, we have all kinds of things on the horizon. A lot more for our not-so-scary Halloween celebration as all month long. We're going to be bringing you all kinds of fun, spooky guests, crazy tunes, and all kinds of Halloween magic from us here at the show. And before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week here for the celebration, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, our lifetime of Disney player, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DisneyOnDemand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash JohnDiz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney Blue, B-L-U, or Disney On. 
on demand, all of which will get us connected. And remember, you can find all these links and more on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe and get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your tablets, and more. Just subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get the latest shows right there in the palm of your hand as soon as they get released. So, all VD heads, with that out of the way, next week we're going to continue with the fourth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And next week, we're taking a trip back to Halloween Town once again. That's right. You may know from the past, we have had many guests from the Halloween Town franchise over the years as guests here on the show. So get ready next week as we have another guest from Halloween Town stopping in here to get ready for the best time, the best season, the best Halloween ever. So all of you DEDs, with that said, it's time to start planning those costumes, head off to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and so much more. And before I let you go, as I always say, we get busy, life gets crazy, step back, slow down, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you DEDs, I'm going to catch you online, and I'm going to leave you with a little tune from one of my good friends. Yes, the haunt rocker Jerry Vane, good friend of mine, is going to give you a little bit of a grim grinning ghost for all of you rockers out there. Until next week, happy hollow wishes.
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon. (laughs) 